You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. Hey, guys. You guys have asked how you can help the podcast continue, how you can support. Well, now we have these donate buttons. You can go to StandUpNY, as in NewYorkLabs.com. Scroll down, click on Entertainment, and then the blue We Know Nothing logo, and donate whatever sum you would like. Your hard-earned cash will go directly to me, Sam, and Phil, and the fine folks who donate their time, who are engineering and producing the show. So now, back to We Know Nothing, StandUpNYLabs.com. Thank you. Hi, guys. Thanks for joining We Know Nothing. This is part two of our conversation with Jessica Kurson. Enjoy. We Know Nothing. We know nothing, we know nothing, we know nothing, we know nothing. So give us a call, we'll give it our all, cause if there's one thing we know, it's how to pick up the phone. We know nothing, but we'll try. But do they know what you do for a living? Well, she, no, she, I walked away once and, uh, and her, her, one of her friends yelled out, That's Fobman's granddaughter. She's a lesbian magician. <laughs> so she literally yelled that out in front of the card room. She thought she was being quiet. And, um, and then I say I fucked her and made her disappear. <laughs> but she did yell that out at a country club. And I'm oh like, hey, God. I just turned around. It was mortifying. I think I heard the censored version of that. Um, yeah, on I the just view. said ma- magician <laughs> yeah. because I, I was afraid to come out. <clears throat> Those country club gigs no. will make you go insane. I have a bunch of them <laughs> coming up in Florida, and I'm literally going to convert. Yeah, I swear, <laughs> I, it makes me hate. It's they're horrible. Do you do those? I've done a few. I did one with you know Buddy Fitzpatrick. Yeah, I know. Who's a great guy and yeah. a really funny comic too. But I remember I went up and we were both doing 45, and uh, I bombed so hard. I bombed hard. so hard, and Buddy went up. And he was so nice that he was like, that guy was really funny and you should have been nicer to him. That was that's his what, opening. <laughs> that's what wow, Pat really? Cooper did for me. <laughs> yeah. I bought Pat Cooper did that? I, And they yell out. Ted Alexandro has the best joke about that. It's not a joke. He, he went up and he, in front of a Jewish audience and you're going to die. Yeah. And a woman was like sleeping during the whole thing, just her head down, either no. you know dying or sleeping, whatever. <laughs> and she looks up with this face, which you can see on a podcast, but everyone has this face. Yes, <laughs> it's a horrible looking face. It's, it's, so little dem- it's kind of demonic. It's horrible. It's this. Even if you're beautiful, you just turn into this. Every person. And she goes, she, she goes, <laughs> Ted told me she just looked up and went, you're all over the place. <laughs> that was her heckle. Yeah, they Focus. yelled out. What is this? That's a hard, this that's isn't actually, funny. That, oh, you're all over the place is actually a pro, like a productive heckle, though. It's not like you stink. It's like they're attacking your structure. That right. kind of hurts a little bit. That's why I laughed yeah. so yeah. hard. It was so, like, uh, exact. You know, yeah. Your writing is mediocre. Like, what do you do with that? You know? Yeah. I know. Um, my... My mom is a, your thing about the magician cracks me out probably because my family doesn't really understand what I do. I play music, but they'll tell all their friends, Anya's a comedian. I'm not. (laughs) I play music and in between the songs, once in a while, I might have a good personality with the crowd. I might do some banter. So I get like that, you know, 60 year old, 70 year olds coming to my show. Now your parents tell us you're a comedian now. You're doing stand up comedy. Uh. I'm like, no. 
It's so annoying. Yeah, I think they, they add, but the Jewish people are really boundaryless a lot of the time, like mm-hmm. with each other. I'm not talking about, yeah. you know, like, why aren't you have your own show? I don't understand why you don't, you're a loser. You have nothing, and I don't understand. Like, they're just, they always make me feel like I'm, like, nothing is going on. If you're yeah. not Joey Seinfeld, you're a failure to them, right? right? Yeah. Can I ask you what happened with Pat Cooper? Because he's a legend. Oh my God, I did my family's country club in New Jersey. It was one of my first Jewish, I was not funny yet, but I, this is actually hysterical. I went into the, um, <laughs> the women's locker room and my sister and my cousins came back there and they're like, oh my God, you should totally put on golf clothes. It would be so funny. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I clipped like a golf glove on my shirt and wore like a hat and bought, it was hot. Now thinking about it, it's like the most horrific and I went up and I was like, hey, and I it was, it was, as you know, the worst bombs I've ever had is with those crowds. I mean, I, I rarely do well. You know, I, it's very, yeah, very same. hard, which is comfortable. It <laughs> makes me, you know, I mean, I hate myself, so it's very comfortable. So I do a lot of them. So I went up and, and this woman yells out from the back of the room. She goes in the middle. I'm, I only did like six minutes, which felt like two hours. And she goes, what's that stick? Why is she holding a stick? It was a golf club. <laughs> and it was, and my whole family had their head, head in their hands. Oh. And my father, as a joke, was like, I have to switch clubs. That was the most, you know, it was horribly embarrassing. And Pat Cooper went up and he's like, you guys are shitty. You know, wow. isn't it easy what she did? You know, you, that, I love you should that. get, I know. It was, cool. that was incredible for me. And did he, I bet he killed though, right? Killed. Yeah. Killed, that's, that's killed. What that's killed. the same thing with Buddy. After he went up after me, he did it, and I'm like, I'm like, well, no one's gonna get him. I mean, they were un- they were ungettable. And then he, within like 30 seconds after he defends me, he starts murdering. Oh no! Well, also, going up first is a lot uh, harder with that crowd. But I he mean, also knew how to play it. He also handled it much better. Oh, than it's I a did. skill if you're used to yes. any. And he didn't do. If you're used to clubs, it's they like they weren't hacky clubs. jokes. They were good jokes. I mean, he he was really funny. But you have to. You know what Corey Kahaney told me? He was a comic, which was so true. And I never looked at it like this. She said, with that crowd. They are looking at you like you're their daughter or granddaughter. Right. Yeah. So everything you say needs to like you, they don't want to feel bad for you. You don't want to make them feel uncomfortable. Yeah. So if you say you have too much pain or things aren't okay, <laughs> they get concerned. Like they That's don't like laugh at that. Set. Also, is there anything more like? <laughs> I know I have like no material. <laughs> Is there anything I more about like my grandmother? <laughs> oh, is there anything good. more annoying hearing like a young person, someone much younger than you, talk about their pain? Though, also, I think that might, maybe they're just annoyed. Because when I hear someone like who's like nineteen <laughs> being like, "I'm getting so old," you're like, "Shut the fuck up!" Yeah, you know? maybe that's why. That's true. So maybe it's partly that. Too. I don't know. No, I think when I say stuff like you know about stuff about my father or my mother, but I always have to p- pad it. Now when oh, I yeah. pad it, it gets big layoffs. Like I say, my mom wasn't around a lot when I was growing up. And I'm like, but it's okay. She was a great mom. You know, we have a great relationship. Now they kills. Oh, oh you got to add that? Yes, you have to talk to them a lot. You do. I'm telling you. That's cute. That makes yeah. sense. You know how to yeah. connect with it's them. It's not true, but yeah. It, <laughs> I mean, I love I love my mother, but it's okay. it's very padded. I want to like know the, about that because my father is a psychology professor. Your mom is a therapist. Yeah, right? she still sees clients in in our house. In the house. Yeah, I grew up with that. How yeah. did you have you pitched that as a sitcom? Yeah, that's so yeah. Good. I'm working say, on stuff perfect. now. I actually we had a deal my stepbrother and I with ABC a long time ago. It's an amazing story because it's really about the kids of. 
it's about the kids of the therapist. There's never been like a show. That, no, yeah. Right. And but when you we could have a it, new character each episode comes it's in. It's amazing. And I thought a comic could come in. I mean, I have so, you know, yeah. yeah. We did have a deal with ABC, but it was too dark at the time. It was oh, like eight okay. years ago. Now, on you know any of these channels, yeah, it there's would so many kill. Yeah, it's, it, and it's and it's really true. There were clients in the house every day. <laughs> I, I used to answer the door for them, so they'd be hanging out in the house, and just these crazy people. I would be so uncomfortable really going to a therapist and having a kid answer the door. Just be like, oh yeah, I'm. A, I admit it, kid, I'm a mess. Like I just wouldn't. It, it's would crazy, be, you know and sometimes they would be sitting with the housekeeper's daughter who just got in from school because oh she God. had nowhere to go in the afternoons. They would be watching cartoons. Where was in this? the den in, in South Orange, New Jersey. Wow. Yeah, but my mom. Um, so that's a lot of why I, I say I do stand up because I had to be quiet all the time. That's why I scream and yell. I don't be quiet my whole life. Oh wow. Okay. She had clients. It's true. What I mean, it sounds funny, but it's really true. I always had to be quiet. Saturdays, Sundays. I bet. Yeah, because it's like an it's like a right. A so if you hear a kid office. running around or screaming, you can't. You know. Did you ever see people leaving and crying or what oh, kinds yeah. of outrageous stuff did you see? I used to listen see? on the stairs and listen to them in the basement in like her groups. You could hear? Screaming, no, yes, no. Oh, she did group therapy oh, too. Oh yeah, she does a lot. She she and my stepfather, who's a lawyer, um, they did couples courses out of the house for years. So they were like the Fokker, you know, it's like, you know, meet the oh, fo- that's my, my mom God. and stepfather. No. So they would have like a bonding weekend, a sexual weekend. It's amazing. Bonding and, yeah. and not bondage. No, okay. I wish I mean, that would have been much more interesting. <laughs> no, bonding and, uh, and they would, all these couples would come to the house and do like workshops. Not like, um, what's it called? Tantric sex stuff. No, no, more wow, like. you um, keep trying to go there, Anya. Yeah, Anya. Well, she said yeah. sex workshop. I mean, if you want to do it, we can Listen, do it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> my mom Group told my family. Was, <laughs> it would, that would kill. My parents overshared a lot. Like I was 16 or 15 when my father told me. Like, un, I didn't even ask, really. He just told me that he was cheating on my mom. <laughs> Are you serious? Like, yeah. What? <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing because you <laughs> said shared. That is such a big word with my mother. Did Do I you say need sh- to share? <laughs> yeah, it's just... Oh, yeah, yeah, share. That's a big share, yeah. Yeah, I just remember, like, share. why am I hearing these details but my family was just very open like tell us about so your was first my mom, boyfriend and she still and does it to me constantly like we had lunch the other day and she was upset because I interrupted her and we had to talk about it 46 times like so we she's went like, to other places and she's, with you no, she's you like I just you know I need you to know that it really I'm like you told me 40 <laughs> times yeah. this is why I'm not okay I can't talk about this and now she does Re- she does she does Reiki. She's a Reiki oh master. Oh my god, my yeah. mom's doing Reiki really? too. What my is mom that? and she She does energy work. Like she'll put her hands on you and be like I don't know what she's saying. <laughs> but she does it on me a lot without asking, so it's very molestation kind of stuff. And she'll tap me and like do eye movement and I'm like you need to tell me before you just start tapping me and doing eye movement stuff. Do you guys know about tapping? Uh, I like- know about Reiki. Okay, so it's like a body work. Like, it's rewiring your yeah, body. Yeah. So it's like, oh, you have a trauma from childhood? <laughs> Let me just tap you. Oh, tapping? I do a tapping video sometimes when I panic, and there's this guy online, and I'll watch it, and I do the <laughs> tapping, and it really works. <laughs> my mom can do it on you. <laughs> I would love that. No, my mom, everything is solved by Reiki. Plus, she's Russian, which is a very cute accent. But 
any problem I have. I can have a very real traumatic problem, and I'll call her. Like when once I found this weird lump in my butt that I thought was cancer, and I was like, "Mama, I think I have cancer in my butt. It's a marble. I'm freaking out, and I don't know what to do." And I was on the air on the radio, and I, like doing my radio shift. I was a DJ, and she's like. Anyuta, Anya, be quiet. You are too stressed out. It's very toxic to me. You need to meditate and go home. It's very toxic to me. I like that. I got a bad mammogram thing result where they were like, mm, something's weird. You got to come back and get a biopsy. I call my mom. I'm like, oh, I need to know about the, the history in the family with breast cancer. And I need to know. And she goes... Anyuta, this is too much, and you need to rub your hands together very quickly. This is hysterical. That's bad exactly energy. What my, my mother sometimes will go, you sound tense. And I'm like, no, I'm okay. And she's like, I can tell you're tense. I'm like, I'm actually really fine. I'm just, she goes, hold on, hold on. I'm just going to do some Reiki over the phone. And then it gets silent, and I'm like... What is going on? Like she's, how can you do Reiki over a yeah, phone? I don't do Reiki understand. I paid one hundred and twenty bucks once for that. Over the phone from a raw vegan. <laughs> We're laughing because this is real stuff. I, I know. Yeah, that's also weird to me really when therapists. Do. It's weird to me when therapists do that. Don't therapists always do that though? Where they're like, you have to share everything with people, and it's like it gets to the point where it's too much, and then you end up like ruining friendships and yeah. shit. Where they're like, I yes, have to be they, honest with you. You have to be. You have to tell this person how you feel. I'm like, really? I should say that? Like, tell them. And then is, they're like, we shouldn't talk anymore. Our guy doesn't do that, though. They no, share the guy that everyone sees. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah you know, do you I, see him, too? No, I see a woman um, in her Long mother. Island. <laughs> <laughs> you can't My see mother just holds me and tells me she's sorry. Yeah. No, I, um, I actually, I have to tell this story really quick. Um but I, my mother sent me to a thing called Est, which you guys aren't going to know because you're too young, but it's called the Forum and Landmark now, and it's very popular. A lot yes. of actors and singers and people go to this, and it's like a self-help weekend, own-your-own-stuff kind of very heavy-duty, you know. It was big in the 80s. Very. Right? So my mom was an Est seminar leader. She was a leader. Oh so she was out every night working for them on the phones for no money, and I was starving. And um, <laughs> and everyone felt better but me. And then I uh, I went to, she sent me a 10-years-old to a kids workshop weekend, and uh, I was with all Jewish therapist kids. Oh, no. This is totally true. All her friends who had like Afro hair and wore clogs, and we like all me. went to... <laughs> and we all went to this weekend and they were going around a microphone and I wouldn't raise my hand. Yeah. It's a totally true story. So she said, you need to you need to share. You haven't shared yet. And I was 10 years old and I'm like, oh, uh, in a microphone. I'm like, my, my parents fight. I guess I said something like my parents fight a lot. It's really horrible at home or whatever. <laughs> You're going to love this. The next thing I know, I'm walking on a stage with a huge sign around my neck that said victim. <laughs> <No>! <laughs> Is that not a scene in a sitcom? Yeah, that's Good. a scene. Yeah, that's, that's like I an mean. opening it's, it's scene. All, yeah, that's all that's my true. life. Yeah, that is yeah. an opening scene. That's like. Yeah, maybe we need to talk. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it is wow. an opening scene. Like that's the scene I always see. Yeah, that 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 yeah that says a lot. Yeah. So when you were on this the clip that's on uh, your website, JessicaKirsten.com, <laughs> it's so so funny. Enjoy Behar's interviewing you. They cut to your mom who's in the audience, and she is just overjoyed. Proud, smiling, cute, yeah. looking at you like you are just her doll. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, we we have a very strong love for each other, and we worked a lot on it. I mean, it's not, 
you know, when you get to a certain age, you, you learn to forgive and work through stuff. I mean, the resentments, I realized after a while that, you know, I love that quote, like it's like drinking poison, hoping the other person will die. I really yeah. experienced that after a while and realized I cannot be so resentful. It, I, I can't do it, especially in this career. I can't. It's a, I already you. get resentful about so many things. I, yeah. I need my family to be supportive and I need to be okay with them. So you guys are good. <clears throat> yeah, we are. I really, I, I mean, it's hard because I get in, I have a Jewish mother, you know, the anxious interrupting me all the time, but she's mm-hmm. so, my mother has not a mean bone in her body. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that I can, can say she that. would intent, never. Intent has to be taken into account, you know? Yeah, never would ever mean to hurt anyone, ever. Yeah. That's just who she is. I have a su- I have a suffocating Jewish mom too. I, to- <laughs> I told her when uh, man, what was his name in Staten Island who got choked to death? That awful thing uh, that happened. You know what I'm talking about? It's so about? awful, none of us remember. Yeah, really, <laughs> it's the biggest news story. I don't know why anybody. Is his first name Eric? Yes, Eric Garner. Oh, okay. and oh when they had those yeah. I can't breathe funny teachers, if you said <laughs> it was the guy in like Missouri because we're so clueless. I know. Yeah. <laughs> But I told my well, the day that the day that happened, I told my mom they had those I can't breathe tears. I'm like, Mom, I'm gonna get you one of those when I visit you on Mother's Day. That's what I said. <laughs> a t shirt. An Eric Garner t shirt for your mom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jessica liked that one. It's, it's uh-huh. Jewish people because she, so, she gets it. It's of course we all get each other. We have to stick we have to stick with each other because we could be taken away again. <laughs> it's really true. Everyone says they love us. It's not true. The Jews, not, you mean? Yeah. 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 I we thought really you meant like stick. children of Jews. No, last night I was at the cellar and my little brother came and it's funny who gravitated towards me like Gary Goldman, Judah Friedland, or Dan Go- Adderman, I was just Attell, tell like, We all kind of all <laughs> yeah. always gravitate towards each other <laughs> kind of thing. I love all those people you yeah. mentioned. They're so Dave Attell is like my favorite person. I I he's I mean, the yeah, funniest person the I've ever. I I worked with. He's I, I've opened for him a bunch of times. He's asked me to come. I'm like, I don't even care if I get paid. He's just watching him as yeah, just being in a car. He's learning. Him. Yeah, yeah, he's amazing. He's a Jedi. I can walk downstairs and watch him every single time. I've never I never miss a set. Whereas anyone else, people are great, but you'll be like, ah, I'm chilling at the table. I just want to. You have tell to watch I was him. Like, I gotta go you down have and watch to. Him. He is. I've. Have you ever seen him do like an hour in a comedy club? It's amazing. It is, no. is mind blowing. He's the best club you know what? I've never is. seen him. I've, I've never seen him do. Whenever, no, I, no, I've only. I think I've only seen a tell at the cellar, but I've seen him hundreds oh of times. But God. I've never you seen him. You have to watch him do an hour. It's just mind blowing. It's also it, great. He goes up with Jeff Ross or Artie Lang a lot too, and together they're so funny. They are. They, they play off, off the cuff. They're all so great too. Yeah, but, I've it, done that with a tell a bunch of times on the stage, and I freak out because he intimidates me. Yeah. I mean, he's so yeah. good that he intimidates me. Yeah, I did me. that once, and it was just like, oh my god, I can't believe I'm on stage. It's like. <laughs> Playing like, like I hope I'm funny. Yeah, it's like I all of a sudden you're wearing a Bulls uniform when you're playing with Jordan and yeah. Pippen. You're just like, why am I yeah. on the court? <laughs> That's how I feel yeah. when I'm on stage with him. Yeah, because you don't want if you tell's on stage, you want to be in the crowd. You want to be watching it. You of course, be, yeah. and it's never as funny as he is. Like he just well, has these just, comebacks. I mean, even when he's with, when he, he just brings, got the shortest swing. When he yeah. brings Jeff Ross up or whatever, you see just what a master he is at letting the other person talk and he just picks his punches. He's just so good. He's so good. He had a joke the other night that I loved where he said, I heard that if you get really high and you look in your cat's eyes, he'll tell you the name that he gave you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what, what kind of mind thinks of that? It's yeah. amazing. It's an amazing joke. It's so funny. He's so, he, they all have that kind of personality. Even Artie. Like I was with him last night. They all have that kind of can't Artie look Lang? you in the eye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just uh, kind of aw- very awkward. 
It's because they're in pain. That's why I gravitate toward people who have experienced pain or aren't afraid to talk about it. And are like you said, like you just don't care or you can just go up there and not be so self-conscious. It's but almost- he's also brilliant. I mean, he is brilliant. So is Artie. They are brilliant people. Yeah. Oh, Ital is a genius. Like there's no. Yeah. Like is there any, like there's no question. He's yeah. so Nothing. smart. Out he's of touched. everyone that ever comes up on this podcast, he, other comics consistently name him the most as one of their favorite. He's the most brought up name. Yeah, we've had a million, like Nick Griffin, Greg uh, Warren, Ryan Hamilton, everybody's like Attell, 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 he's the man. Yeah. If you like comedy, you love Dave Attell. Yeah, totally. So you said you, uh, you said you came out, uh, but did you come, how old were you when you came out to your mom? Well, I, I actually, um, I've dated a lot of guys, and so I, I'm with a woman, but I hate being labeled. It's kind of why I don't talk about it a lot on stage. You know, right. I do a lot of gay shows where I, I talk about my experience, but I never want to be seen as like a lesbian comic. It's such a small part of my life. Yeah. And it's really just, I'm just, um, I, I know this, I'm just like a sexual person. Right. Like I've dated men, I've dated women, I prefer women. But I was never the kind of person that would say, I will never be with a man again. We so, just had a, a person write in and uh, ask, how flexible are you? What? How would you feel about... How flexible are you? <laughs> how flexible are you on dating someone outside your sexual preference? Could you date someone by? And this was, I don't remember if this was from a guy or a girl, but they they said, I'm seeing someone I really like, oh, but he told me once he had a boyfriend. Mm. He said it was years ago, but he seems really into me, even goes down on me, but identifies as bi. You know, this is going to sound horrible and I may get shit for this, but I I understand more women that are bi. Yeah. There's no judgment, nothing. I really mean that. But it's, it's, I'm, I'm always fascinated by men that are bi. Because, I, I totally agree with yeah. you. I don't think that's that controversial. I think, I yeah. think that's, I, I agree. Meaning I don't think it's not possible. I'm just saying I, I, I question that. Like, could you really be with a woman and not be with men again? Just because I think men are so much more sexual than women. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I feel like a woman could be with a woman and just say, I'm not going to be with women or men again. Like, I'm just within this relationship. Whereas if you like gay sex and you're a guy... I don't know how you're just with a woman and you never have get you know you get married and that's it. Yeah. I don't know. That seems. But yeah. But then again, it's something I don't understand. Me at either. All. So I don't. Yeah. I don't even know. I, but it seems. It, I agree with you. It seems more that way. If he is going down on her, that's a very good sign. Yeah, he's really into the puss. Um, there's a great book. My sister just sent me this book. Not gay. Sex between straight white men. So that's a good book we can all read and prepare for the next podcast. Okay, I don't yeah. know what that is. I don't but either. You but did the forward, didn't you, Sam? <laughs> that's a. That's a. <laughs> I don't like Hanley's little smirk as he delivered that. He was pretty proud of that one. The did you forward. see that? Uh. <laughs> I had a very, very brief time of dating a girl, and I remember telling my mom Deets. about it. Deets. And I've talked about it on the podcast before. Tell me again. And my slow. mom was like, <laughs> "My mom, take your shirt." <laughs> Whenever I bring it up, my mom acts like. It never happened. Mm. Anya, where did you meet? I forgot the story. We were we. I knew her. We were on tour. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's all. I have a lot of friends who uh, have been with a woman an hour with men. I mean, it's very, very, very common. Yeah, you know. I remember the thought in my mind when I was doing it. (laughs) I was thinking, this is how I think Phil or Sam at one point said, like, that's how you know. (laughs) That's how you know you're straight. Because I was, I was like. 
This is this is enjoyable. I c- I didn't know that I could physically do this, but I can physically do it. It's not like mm. the be all end all. It's not like my best friend who's gay and came out was like it was like my mind was blown and finally I found I felt like I was home when mm. I finally like I think everyone's on a spectrum. Yeah, I think I'm on, on the yeah. mostly straight but right. can have that kind yeah. of feeling I don't, too. I don't get Here's the thing is that I don't get yeah, I guess if it's brand new to you, it's either great or it's not. But I feel like a vagina is an acquired taste for me. Like I feel like I had to like learn to enjoy it. Like it's like scotch or something. You don't really love it till you're older. Really? Oh my well, god, yeah. this is hysterical. I, I, tell I don't I know felt, why I find well, this when so you drink, funny. When you right drink, now. like when I was younger, the first vagina I ever ate, I was kind of like. <laughs> First of all, you sound like you went to Subway and got like a turkey sub. Yeah. The first time I tried a turkey sub at Subway, I didn't really want the green pepper on it. It's very, uh, it's very unemotional. Well, the way I'm you're just, talking I'm about just trying to reflect. Disassociating. I think oh, totally the, joking. the first time I went down on a girl, I was just kind of like, I'm not really that into this. I'm just doing it because she wants me to do it. Mm-hmm. But then now yeah. I'm like, and I guess I'm not unless I really like the girl now because it's kind of like you're not doing it because it like tastes amazing. You're doing it because you want to see the person mm-hmm. feel good. That's kind of why. I mean, women don't go down guys because you're like. I guess there's some that love how. No, you're right. Most of them. Do. You do it because you like you get turned on that they're so turned on by. I think it, right? you're into different no, things, and that's I think normal. I really no. love it. No, see, I think really? a lot of girls do it because it's a power thing, and they like watching the guys get off. I don't. I don't know if every woman likes it. Yeah, I think I so. like it depends like on the guy too. I do like yeah. the taste of pussy much more now than I did. I'm Phil. I'm sorry. I thought we could have an honest conversation in our podcast. I didn't say anything. Enjoy- yeah, you did. I didn't say. But you said it with your eyes. I didn't say shit. This uh, is where my mom's gonna be like, I loved listening to think- Jessica on the podcast, <laughs> but then Sam started talking about pussy as if I'm it sorry, was food. Jesus no, don't be sorry. Sorry. What are you talking sorry about, buddy? You're being paranoid. All I'm saying is, all I'm saying is this. I'm when hot you, right now. You, yeah. <laughs> I'm wet. All you said. <laughs> that was good. He's quick. I know. He's really quick. He's, he's a little too pleased with himself as he says it, though. But, uh, you know, he is quick. But, yeah, you have like, if you have like a age scotch when you're a kid, you're going to be like, all right. But if you have it after, like, I think like the fact that you have like all this shitty scotch after that and then you come back to the age scotch, you're like, oh, wow, that was, I didn't realize how good that was. That's kind of like vagina, I think. I'm going to be Jessica's mom right now and she would probably say because you had that experience which Jessica missed he talked about making out with his boyfriend when he was eight years old well, I made out with the boy a when child. I was eight. we were talking about it yeah, I yeah. love you I know isn't that <laughs> I, so I like you a, mo- a lot more you're vulnerable isn't he yeah, Phil, you. maybe you can take a cue from this Phil? I'm on the fence no it's cute it's cute and it's honest I like it that yeah, I'm keeping it real up and we know nothing dude well a lot yeah. of let me tell you something most of my friends are guys yeah. okay and I've, I most of them have a story trust yeah. me you don't hear it. Most of them have a story and have talked to me because they feel comfortable. But it's very true. There's nothing to be ashamed about that no, you're No, I mean, also, I don't even think that was that. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay that you're a faggot. Well, no, this is, uh, it's also like, see, you, you hear some of the shit Jim Norton talks about. Yeah. And you're like, this is not really risque what I'm saying. Right. No. You know? Right. That's why. No. I, that's why I love Jim Warren because yeah. he's saying what so many men are, do, are doing, and they don't say. But that's why he has such a huge following because they're all like, you know, he's yeah. saying it. But he's and being not honest. only that, it's like even if you can't relate to what he's saying, you're like, yeah, okay. Like you, yeah, you, you relate it. to. Yeah, it's not. You think it would be shocking to hear someone talk about that, but then once it, once it becomes a reality, you're like, yeah, no, that's people have different tastes or whatever. Right. And I think that people are into doing different things. Yeah. Some people are more into going down on a girl than others. Some guys, some girls. It's everyone yeah. has their things that they like, you know? Right. I have some friends that would rather do anal than have vaginal sex. Me too. 
All my friends. They're called people. <laughs> <laughs> Not guys, I'm talking. Oh yeah, all my girlfriends. People that would rather do anal than vaginal sex are called people with a housekeeper. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's good. Work that out. Um, no, I'm curious about anal. Do I have to douche? up there what if there's like a steady stream you've never tried there? it i want to do it i've never done it you have to, to do it to with douche? someone who's 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 slow and 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 takes time with it doesn't How just do plow you? it right in because i was just watching all these anal, <laughs> <laughs> anal sex videos because nikki uh-huh. nikki glazer uh was doing a pair my roommate was nikki glazer she just moved to la and she's doing a new show about sex and uh part of the promotion was her watching porn via Periscope. So we were all watching these pornos with Nikki and she watched um, a bunch of anal porn and I've never seen a bunch of that stuff and everybody has the biggest butthole I've ever seen. Like well, it is because huge. they've been doing it for a yeah, while. Prof- it's called being a professional. Oh, so not everybody's butthole is that big. No, oh no. my God, no. Some of them are, enor- they're like enormous. It looked as big as my guitar hole. <laughs> they're, um... It looked as big as my emotional hole. <laughs> but here's the thing. Nobody had any poop in there. It was clean as a whistle. You're how hysterical. Do you, well, they're, they're professionals, you? I want to know how to they, get that. Well, they, they clean it out, yeah, don't they, they? There's a process, I believe. Yeah, I think they have to, for porn, they have to do a deep cleaning. But yeah. I ask my friends who do anal all the time for uh-huh. fun. Yeah. And they're like, I never, I never douche. You no, just know no when one, you're No good. one I've ever been with douche. I don't think civilians So do what that. if a tiny bit of... Hmm? It's okay. It is? Yeah. It's just part of the thing. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Sam? Don't you Phil, think? do you want to take this? Well, you're, you're, uh, you're on the recipient of a lot of anal so sex. I'm so glad we're covering this, finally. Uh, <laughs> What, what's your concern? What's your concern? I'm so glad I came. <laughs> so I can start this conversation. That's something uh, no girl Phil's ever been with has said. I'm so glad I came. <laughs> Sorry, Phil. No, it's not even. Well. No, what am I worried about? Yeah. I'm worried that it's going to be like, oh, sorry. Like, what if there's an accident and I, I have a major accident? Oh. Or what if, if there's just if they're a, lucky enough to get in your ass, I'm being honest with you, then they have to deal with the little shit. I'm okay, being serious. Yeah. No, but there's not, I, I don't, don't think agree. it's guaranteed. I agree. What if I, you I, put your I'm finger I'm not a big up. anal guy, though. I'm not, I'm a, I always think, like, yeah, if you're going to do something, deal with the repercussions. I, I love Kinnison's old joke about it. He's like, why are you eating the pussy if you don't love the pussy? You know? Yeah, that's, that's what, what I, I mean. People yeah, blink, if, if you like want anal, things. deal with some shit. That's what I think. If someone's going to allow you to do it, you got to deal with a little mess. But are they? That's you, how I I'm feel. just worried that they're going to be like, "Whoa, I've put a thousand fingers up a thousand buttholes." No, they've and no, they've have... dealt with it before. Trust okay, me. Okay, yeah. okay, okay, good. Yeah. See, I've done that, it with that be the name comic. of this podcast: "A Thousand Fingers Up a Thousand Buttholes." <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. I'm getting so many questions answered. Oh, you cunt! What a cunt! I can't believe that you didn't go in with that. This is Sam's I, I, favorite. This scene makes me laugh. Oh, so hard. Oh, what a that's a great hand for this game. we should have maybe introed it or just hit play? Um, we should have maybe, maybe got into that somehow, Anya. Sorry. People that just hear Larry triggered. David yelling cunt. Well, that, that seems hilarious because he's playing cards with a guy and a guy doesn't go in with a good hand and he folds and Larry's like, ah, oh, you fucking cunt. And everyone, <laughs> everyone's like horrified. They're all these kind of like well-behaved people. And, and this, this woman's like, this is just not behavior. And he's like, what? He did a cunty thing. He's like defending it. It's great. It's a great I love season. that show so much. It's, it's so good. Did maybe you ever... the funniest show. It is. It I might think, be the funniest show. I think show. so. My whole family watches it. 
He's a and Jew. And asked me why I'm not on it. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, that, you and your family's like, yeah. why don't you do Letterman? What, my, you mom, do? my mom, you and Dave Chappelle should write something. Yes. That's what my mom loves to say. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll call him right up, mom. Thanks. That's what my mom says. She's like, can't you just call Amy Schumer because you guys are friends and just ask her what she's working on now? I'm like, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. She's dancing on a table over <laughs> J- J- Billy Joel and she's going to take my call. Uh-huh. With it Jennifer. just got quiet. She was yeah. actually she was actually talking about you at the cellar a few months ago. She was saying how hard you were to follow and how great a comic you were. Oh yeah, she were very good friends. I yeah. I love Amy dearly. Yeah, she was we, she used to come on the road about, with yeah. me. And um, we did the funniest shit. One time she pretended like she was deaf. She was a new comic, so the whole night she was deaf. And we were, I was like, it's okay. <laughs> and every comic thought, and everyone at the club thought she was deaf at Governor's. It was amazing. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. She's great. I mean, I can't, there's, I love her. Yeah. Trainwreck is great. Go see Trainwreck. It's awesome. Yeah. Go see that movie. What do you, so are you in a relationship now? I am. I'm in a relationship with a therapist. <laughs> Really? Isn't that amazing. She's a wow. therapist. Yeah. Oh, that's so you you're her? dating your mother, kind I, of. Yeah. Except, yeah, she's pretty like she deals with teenagers with addiction issues. Nice. She runs a program, so she's pretty like get over it, which is good for me because I'm I'm very intense. Um, we met through friends, and uh, you know we're the typical compl- a couple where people are like, "You guys are lesbian." Like we're just, you know, we're not really in the scene. Right. We're just we're just who we are. You're we live yourselves. our life, and we're not. I don't know. Is it hard uh, being emotionally intimate with somebody? Yes. For me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have horrible intimacy issues. Horrible. How did you get over it? I didn't. I did. I mean, you're in a relationship. (laughs) I am, but I still deal with it constantly. Is she ever like, listen, let's... Is she the one that kind of draws you out, or do you draw her out? Uh, I think we both do with each other, but you know, I mean, I am intimate with her, but of it's hard. How did it's you very meet? hard for me? I'd rather just be like not intimate and just, you know, having sex or yeah. Uh, we met through friends, and um, she is very kind of like easy, you know, yeah. not not uh doesn't get too emotional about things she's not really into i mean she's very supportive of my career but not really into it I'm like have you watched my video it got six million views she's like i really i have to watch law and order but i'll try to watch she never watches my stuff it is i think it's better at first i was like why how could you not watch my stuff yeah it's she just really has no like last night i was doing the video of kimberly davis and she Mm -hmm. was like like getting so annoyed because i was in the other room like ah like just screaming and you know uh, that's so healthy though that you're not going to your relationship for adulation you're going there because you you love the person I know how much she loves me and I think that's why it's I was saying this yesterday to somebody I there's no doubt that I know how much she loves me and I also know she won't abandon me like I really feel that which is the first time that's how I feel about Phil yeah, uh, yeah, I love Sam. Except Why do you I, guys I don't, make I, out? I would, dude. Sam, That'd be yeah, I'm that's, not, I'm Sam really would. Yeah, yeah. you're on the spectrum. I'm a good. on the spectrum. I you are on the spectrum. I'm more you're attra- on a lot of spectrums. You. <laughs> I'm more attracted if I had to men. If I had to make out with a guy in a movie, it Phil would be in the top three. Who else like, would be in the top three? I'm so curious. Hmm. Do I have to be in Nick the top Griffin. three? Nick uh, Griffin. <laughs> you're like, I really don't want to be in the top. Number two is beardless Phil. Yeah. <laughs> so he has two slots. Yeah. That's comforting. And number three is stubbly, Phil. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm it's touched. all Phil. It's all Phil. Yeah. And that's the, name of, that's the name of the rom-com. It's all Phil. 
<laughs> it's like boyhood, but it's just Phil growing a beard. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny to me. <laughs> Number four is Phil's ass. <laughs> Number five Wait, is Phil's ass. We have ass a, we have no a housekeeper hair. in the movie theater. <laughs> did you grow up with a housekeeper? Uh, no, we have a housekeeper. I had a nanny. So did I. Yeah, she brought yeah. me up. She was Jamaican. M- mine wow. was from Trinidad. Yeah. Oh, the same. To- totally same. You guys thing. are she, so she, like in the movies. You know what? Yeah, you know what she no, said to me once. This is this is a good thing she said to me. She. Uh, I was like 13, I just started to jerk off, and I jerked off on a pillowcase. I didn't realize that it like stuck. I didn't realize, I thought it was just like liquid, it would just kind of like evaporate kind of. So I was just jerking, shooting the load all over the pillowcases, and she found it, and she goes, oh boy, you better start jerking off your pillowcases. Stop your target practice, man. She called it target practice. <laughs> and then my dad found a DVD Where I had. Where did you grow up in Kentucky? <laughs> <laughs> she, my dad found a DVD I had called Older Rod Riders, which is like 50-year-old women. And my dad was like, what the fuck is this? He was like, this is disturbing. And he was like yelling at me. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Where did Why you did that you have a I thing of, with older women? I like older women. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Is your current person a tiny bit older? Yep, she's way older. What do you What's mean way? way like 14 months. <laughs> <laughs> She's a cougar. Mine's 10 years younger. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Which is, I'm like, you better not get fat. That's all I ever said. <laughs> I can be fat, but you can't. But Sammy, a 50-year-old woman to a 13-year-old, that's like way older. Shit happens when you party naked, bro. Okay. Mm. Um. <laughs> I like a, a little bit older. I don't know why. I just like that. I feel like I need the experience or something. I don't know. Never really been attracted to younger. Do you want to do you want to touch base with us about your relationship? I'm dating somebody. It's very early still. I like still, him because I feel like it's been going on for a while. Uh, it's a couple of months. It's slow. Yeah. And I like that he's like the calming force. I I I've never had this before where First of all, I'm not chasing after them. Mm-hmm. And I, I get to kind of be myself, which is I'm slightly more neurotic and scared. And he's just kind of like this quiet force that's always like, listen, it's okay. Don't worry about that it. That's actually a good impression of his voice. It's kind of like that. I have the exact same situation. Really? Yeah. Except when she gets really anxious and punches like a watermelon. <laughs> oh, she That does. comes out once You're in a while. You're dating Gallagher. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dating Gallagher's sister. <laughs> she racist. <laughs> that, but also, Anya, your guy has a, a kid, so that's like, I mean, yeah. that's that slows things down oh, when wow. you have, when you have a kid. Interacting with the kid? Uh, no, just once met him, like briefly, but not like. Is he I'm good looking? The kid? Yeah, he's all right, really. That's all that matters. Yeah, he's cute. I'm joking. How old is the kid? <laughs> Five. Aw, that's cute. Yeah, he's cute. I like, and and it's sort of the same where I don't. I'm not like seeking out his uh, performance. He's in the performing arts too, and I don't like watching. He's watch a dancer, it. right? Yeah, I don't watch a ton of his stuff, and he doesn't <laughs> love my style of music. I don't think it's not like his favorite, and I don't care. Yeah, I, I don't, don't care either. I yeah. never wanted to date a fan. Important. That's not Yeah, it freaked me out. Like when I would go to the merch booth, and guys would be like, "Not that this ever happens, but very rarely there'd be a guy who liked my music who would want to like take me out for a drink or something." And it just always felt weird, like. I'm not that girl. I know. I'm so yeah, much more Yeah, instead you'll just do a podcast with them. That's cool. Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. No, it's my mom calling. My oh, mom left answer. me an eight minute long. We talked the other day. Um, she spent eight minutes talking to me about a photo I had posted about me and Nikki. 
Anya, there's just so much love coming off this photo. Nikki is relaxing into your head. <laughs> Wait, I have a tiny bit of You're this. Like, Mom, are you having a stroke right now? <laughs> Listen to this. I had to tape it. Nikki opened her heart. This is just analyzing an Instagram photo. It went on for eight minutes, oh, you guys. I'm so glad I'm my mom is not laughing because this is so my mother. <laughs> really? What did she say? She here? just is like very, very emotional. Like everything <laughs> is very. <laughs> No. Does she like want when to gay you? marriage was beca- became legal, this is very very cute. But my mom called me sobbing and went on and on and on about like. It, but it really what's went on, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm never gonna be with a woman again from hearing <laughs> this message. Does she want you to get married? I am married. You are. I am. Yeah, I oh, got legally way married. Way to bury the lead, Carson. Yeah. yeah, Jesus. Yeah, I got legally married. Oh, when did you get married? Congratulations. Congratulations. What'd you say? Thank you. When did you get married? I got married a year ago. September twentieth is a year. Oh, cool! Wow! <gasps> yep. Congratulations. And um, she comes to the cellar a lot. Esty loves her. She's great. Aww. Yeah, she's uh, she's great. You know, I'm I'm just um, I don't know. I, when I got married, uh, it was the first time I ever felt like uh, like it was uh, valid. You know, like I was like everyone else kind of thing. It was very yeah. validating. That's really because cool. legally, like being on each other's health insurance, like all that kind of. Yeah, it's just really nice. Yeah, you're like official partners. Totally, kind of cool. how and long it's recognized. You, how long were you together before you got married? Three years. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Who proposed? I did. I'm more of like the. Um, how do you say pursuer? No, I am more of like the male. Like not that one of us, you know. I mean, yeah. but I'm more of the kind of. Alpha. Alpha. I'm yeah. like that with Sam. <laughs> yeah. Like, which so. one of you would wear a dress? Because I don't wear dresses. Yeah, I just tried to get him out of one, but yeah. It's, oh I just, God, I just listened hysterical. to a podcast with Shaq and Kobe, and it was the record amount of time anyone said the word alpha on any recording ever, they said. Because <laughs> they just kept describing themselves as alphas. I'm really, I'm, I'm really the alpha. So like, well, I was an alpha, too. It was like, when two alphas get together, that was like the whole podcast. That was oh every God. single sentence. That was every sentence. sentence. It just said alpha. Yeah, I was kind of just known that I would propose. It's funny when sometimes when you're in a relationship like two women or two men, you just know right off the bat who's the one that you know w- would do that. Like I wore a white, um, a beautiful white pantsuit, and she wore a typical wedding dress. Wow, we just we knew that that's what we would wear. Where'd you guys do it? Um, in Long Island, and we had a really traditional wedding, Aww. like really, really traditional. We did. She's Catholic um, and wrong. No, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> but we did something. You know, it's so funny. I said this on stage the other night, but my family could give a shit that I was marrying a woman. I swear, they're the most accepting. I'm very lucky. I come from an incredibly accepting family. Yeah. With everything, uh, but they were upset we were serving pork. Like that was the That's big. Hilarious. So I said, "You're That's upset. So- we're serving pork, and I lick pussy." Like I'm surprised <laughs> that's what you keep harping on. So we did the. I we broke the glass and did a unity candle. We did the horror, and we also did like it's just we broke brought both into the whole thing. Oh, cool! And they 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 both wanted us to do like a traditional Jewish wedding, and her family wanted us to do a traditional Catholic kind of thing, and we just did what we wanted. But there were like 250 people there, and all of our parents' friends were so, they said it was the best wedding they've ever been, it really was an incredible wedding, and they said that it really opened their eyes. All of them said that, because it was Mm. just so normal. Like it wasn't like a gay wedding, it was just normal. It was just two people that love each other, and our families were all involved, and we did everything the way you would do it. 
And your family is totally accepting. 100%. You're, you're close with your mom and your stepdad, you said? I have um, um, my mom and my dad, and then my dad got remarried and had two kids, so I have okay. two halves who I'm very close with. And then I have my mom married my stepfather, and I have four steps, and then I have an older sister. Wow. And everyone family. gets along. It's crazy. I mean, there's craziness, but everyone gets along. Like, it could be a lot worse. Yeah, blended families can be complicated, oh. so, it's, so it's nice when, you know, you find a way to make it. But regular horrible. families are complicated. Right. So yeah. true. Do you want to have kids? Yes. Really? Yes, I do. I mean, I will never you, have a child myself. Are you, are you religious at all? Or, or no? no, I'm not. I was bat mitzvahed, yeah. but I'm not. Were you bar mitzvahed? Yeah, I was. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not religious, but I'm very, very like my heritage and my culture and my, you know, being Jewish is very important. Co- I'm to the me. same way. Yeah. Culture is much more like Chinese food. Woody Allen, yeah. Leonard Cohen, totally. the rest of it's like Housekeepers, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> that's really that's how I am too. Yeah, it's very, very important. Yeah. Well, what was your housekeeper like? His was from Trinidad, right? Yeah. Mine was from Jamaica, Jamaica, and she was a mother to me till oh. I was six years old. And she, I used to sit in her room, and she'd just brush my hair, and we'd eat fruitcake a lot, and she'd, we'd watch <laughs> Sanford and Son, and she wore all of our old clothes. <laughs> Uh-huh. Did yours too? We get we always give them our clothes. Like sometimes they'll wear shirts. Yeah, from my she wore my camp shirt. I had like a summer camp shirt. She would always wear. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. One time I walked in and my housekeeper had a tight purple shirt on. I mean, it was literally like seven sizes too small. Yeah. She was vacuuming, so her back was to me. On the front, it said uh, it was a rocket, and on the back, it said I had a blast at Butch's Bar Mitzvah. <laughs> <laughs> That's when hilarious. do they move out? And is that traumatic? No. It, no. Not for me it was Because then you have another one. Where did you grow up? I grew up in New York City. <laughs> oh, okay. I grew up in Jersey. Oh, okay, cool. This yeah. is wild to me. My sister's visiting. She's there. We're from the West Coast, so that's just crazy. To, the c- concept of having a housekeeper living with you yeah, like and raising back, She lived with you guys? No, she didn't yeah. live Seems with us. Cool. Oh, my did. Seems like no, the movies. Did. It is like a movie. Yeah, she lived with us because my mom had a career. She was right. a therapist, and my dad was a businessman. And I, I, I guess it's very common, especially in New York City. Yeah, yeah, New yeah. York. A lot of people yeah. with money have have someone that lives with them. No, yeah. it seems like a dream. I was dating a girl that lived like in a really nice building. Who uh, like I haven't date. I went on like two dates with her, but uh, <laughs> she uh, she like lived in a nice building because they were like, yeah, we have an extra apartment, so she just stayed in there. It probably would have cost like two grand a month, but she right. was like living there for free. Oh, because yeah. she was the house yeah. nanny? Yeah. That's very common. Are people that come from Europe, like girls that come from Europe and they live for free and watch the kids and then they have uh, some time off. So did your mom ever try to analyze you? She's never not tried to analyze. It's I always. Mean, literally to this day. I mean, it's, that's why I constantly analyze everything. I, that's why the talking to myself thing is so real. Yeah. Because I do constantly talk to myself about everything. It's good though. You seem to have a gentle voice. Calming oh, yourself. Oh no, I'm down. filled with self hatred and anxiety and sadness. <laughs> I mean, it's a daily thing to work on that for me. Yeah, but you, I'm you much do better work than on I used it, though, to. And, I, and you're finding like the videos and, mm-hmm. the, and the being creative and, and the working. And it's like you found your you, the voice is almost like it helps you be. It seems to be more at peace with it. Yeah, well, I also do what you guys do. I go to therapy. You know, yeah. I mean, I I work on it. I I have to, or else, especially being in this business. How long have you been in therapy? Oh my God. Mostly on since I'm like 12. Wow. Yeah, mostly. I mean, not always going, but I've been going for years on a weekly basis. Years. 
it's interesting. Rachel Feinstein introduced me to the guy who I see that all the um. comics see, and it's like she's so aware. She's been doing, I guess, a while also, and she's so aware of like if you have a problem, she'll ha- she'll find like the problem immediately. Well, her parent is a therapist, right? <laughs> right. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And Dove David of <clears throat> a bunch of us, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Rachel and I are, are have a very strong bond and we really get each other and it's also just the way we were brought up and it's very similar. I love her. I love seeing oh, you. Too. I'm so grateful you came in. Me too. Thanks for, for um, So we're going to just split these up? Yeah, we're going to split these into two episodes. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, did we forget anything with Jessica? Do we need to ask her any last minute things? I feel like we covered a lot. You're the team leader. Depression, you, so writing. I feel like you should. We didn't cover your writing process in the car. <laughs> yeah, I write, I write, a, I come up with ideas and then I really come out with my jokes on stage. I really just talk about them and just create them while I'm performing. Do you That's work really on new stuff on the road? Yes, but I, I put it in the middle. So the only time I don't do any new stuff is on the weekends. You know, I try not to like do it. Friday, t- Saturday. Like Friday, Saturday. Would you do, if you did something that hit hard on Thursday night, would you try it on Friday? Yes. Late show yeah. or early if, show? Um, late show. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if I have a new thing and it hits Thursdays where they're not paying as much money as a Friday. Right. But if it hits and I'm like, oh, okay, this is something, then That's I'll do it late show Friday. And if it works late show Friday, would you do it early show Saturday? Yes. Yep. If it works, it works yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. If I, it works For me, if it works twice, two, three times, I'm like, this is going to be okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can tell usually right away when something's like, uh, this is not going to work. Yeah, yeah, I can sometimes I'll say a new joke and as it's coming out of my mouth for some reason I could say it a million times I could try it on Sam over the phone but as soon as I say it through a mic and it comes through the speakers I'm like oh why the hell did you say it like why that's not you know that's not and I usually tell why the hell would you say it but you still do it (laughs) well sometimes it's it's stuff I think is funny but it's not yeah you know it's not people don't find it yeah or comics find it funny like I'll run something past Mm. Sammy or Mark Norman or whatever and they'll be like this is a bit and then it just doesn't hit for like two months like it just needs tweaking whatever but comics see where it's going and like it I totally have that too with people yeah well because you have to assume most people aren't very aware you know people are so different now than they used to be they're just everyone's like on their phones you gotta get them right away I've really realized that yeah the audience, you mean? Yes, yeah. even with the, just with your setup, you got to get their attention because everyone is so Distracted. focused on other things and thinking about their yeah. phone and what's going on and who's that person and yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yes, you know, like old comedy, people could tell, oh my, a twenty-minute story and everyone <laughs> right. would be like sitting there, like waiting for the punchline. You yeah, know, you're like talking yeah. to your grandparents. You're like, get to it, come on, Jesus. I know, right. Can it I, is. Sam has this great joke about how he wishes he could tap people like a YouTube video, right? To know when they're wrapping up their story. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Just tap That's their face and you're like, all right, only 30 more seconds. I can survive. That's a great bit. That's very It's a funny. fun one. Yeah. Jessica yeah. Kirshen approved. Yeah. It's, ve- it's very funny. It's good. I Thanks. do that all the time. I get you. Yeah, I, I, do, I go nuts. <laughs> I go nuts. Yes. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for joining us. Thank yeah, you thank so much. You are a delight. And, Thanks, guys. Um, I'm just happy that you were here. Jessica Kirsten will be at West- Westminster College September 16th at the Stand Comedy Club in New York City September 18th and 29th at uh, the Tacoma Comedy Club September 24th. You can check out all her tour dates at jessicakirsten.com. Like her fan page on Facebook. That's 
comedian. Comedian Jessica Kirsten. I hear that's a good one to come a comedy club. Yeah, I heard it's fun. Well, I can't. I heard it's great. Yeah, someone was the just guy runs it. I think is a comic or something. So we get. I it. heard it's the best show, and he gives people free tickets when you sell merch and everything. I love that. Yeah, yeah. All, all clubs should do that. Give if you're selling. It's, I know. It, it's Why helping don't they them do too. That? Yeah, because they give free tickets away anyways. Yeah, I mean not for my weekends, but. <laughs> if you are a Howard Stern listener, do not miss Jessica's hilarious uh, crank, uh, phony phone calls, prank yeah. calls yeah. on the Stern show on Sirius XM. That's congratulations. Thank that's you. Massive. That's big. When did you start For doing me, that? that's huge because I am I am like an incredible fan. I mean, me like too. I love that show. When did you start doing that? That's huge. Well, I went in like three weeks ago and started doing them. But the first I've been on one Howard One Hundred and One, but the first one they played was yesterday. They oh, did it cool. together. It's really funny, right? You and Howard, Sal, Sal, oh, and I Sal. did it. Okay, it's so funny. You guys, you, it's you hilarious. need to hear it. It's really the funny. couple oh, that crashes into the zoo. Uh, you can play it right on my uh, Facebook. Yeah. Page. Okay. Cool. Go there. It's. it's I will. Fantastic. Oh, that's great. Congratulations. Thank that's, you. You're gonna get a lot of uh, people coming out from that. Yeah, and he loves. Uh, you know, Howard loves Kinnison and stuff, and it's. I, I do a lot of that screaming kind of. You know, he loves that kind of yeah. shit. It's a couple that's driving to the zoo, and they get this woman on the phone. It's right there. And um, and it's terrifying. Uh, I'm just gonna okay. play you a little bit of it. Okay. What do you want to hear? I could play you a phony phone call. And I'll give you a choice. The first one would be the Jack and Rod show, where they get three guys named John on the phone and start trying to interview John. Oh, and then wow. they, it, So it's very confusing. That's one. The next one stars Jessica Kirsten as a, um, she's driving in a car with her husband, and they crash into a zoo, and the lady on the phone uh, thinks they're hitting all the animals. <laughs> or your third choice is uh, Wendy, the uh, slow adult, uh, calls into a talk show, and uh, they uh, present her as a Wes Craven fan. Wes Craven died, the, of course, the yes. creator of Freddy Krueger. And, and you know how much she loved Freddy. And Wendy starts doing impressions of Freddy Krueger. I'm a big Wendy fan. Mm -hmm. But uh, the zoo one and then the John confusion. Which one I do you want? I think I'm going with the zoo. The zoo. Okay, here it is. Zoo crash phony phone call. Okay, may I help? Hi, I'm right near the Autobahn Zoo. Do you know how to get to the zoo? Oh, Lord, it's been about 30 years ago. <laughs> well, you GPS here is broken. I'm just going this way. No, I, you can't go that way. You know? No, 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 don't go. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. my God. You just got through the fence. You get a fence? What's wrong with your husband? Hello? What's going on? Yeah, we, we just, he just, we may be in the woods. He needs to calm down, and you need to get yourself out of there right now. Oh, my God. I'm sorry, he doesn't listen. I don't know what that is coming up. That's a panther! What in the heck is a panther? <laughs> oh my goodness, you really got yourself in a pickle this time. <laughs> oh I want to play the whole thing because I want you to go to her page. That is fucking hysterical. Oh my goodness. That's oh funny. my God. It's like a 15 minute call and you know they have to edit it to two minutes. It's so frustrating. It's so fun. The whole thing is so funny. That is huge. I mean, I'm very grateful. It was a, so much fun. Well, the, hopefully he'll have you back a lot. It's good, yeah. good stuff. Um, all right. Sam Morell. 
You're going to be at uh, the, the Tap Room in, Grim- in Haddon Township, New Jersey. I just go with what they send me. September 18th, <laughs> September 24th through 26th. Why is Jessica laughing? Comedy. Yes, I just love <laughs> comics so much, and we're so, I just, it's such a, oh God, <laughs> such a brotherhood and sisterhood. It's I like, know. it's not easy. Just yeah. not easy. No, it's actually, I think it's supposed to be a good one, though, they said. I, I mean, they Which like, one? The one in the bar and grill one? Yeah, it's supposed to, be a good, supposed to be a good show, they said. They have good pot stickers, I heard. <laughs> You're paying you know pot stickers. The Applebee's yeah. one? Yeah. Where is it again? Yeah. <laughs> September 24th it's, through It's paying 20, me better than last whole 20. weekend pay. Of course. All right, let's it's not it's get embarrassing. It. I know. Sam and Albany at Comedy Works, September 24th at Laughs in Kirkland, Washington, October 1st yeah, through yeah. 3rd. You going back to Laughs? I'll be there. Are on Red Eye on Fox very late at night. I haven't been on in a while. I got to go. I haven't been on in a while. Phil Hanley. I didn't send my things. I don't know. I, I have a Phil Hanley and friends uh, coming up at Caroline's, and I have some road stuff on my website. Great. Yeah. I will be playing at the Why Not Jazz Room in the West Village. If you're in New York, you can uh, come see me September 29th. All my tour dates are up at AnyaMarina.com. I'll be touring across the East Coast and... A little couple Midwest states with Joshua Radin at the end of October. You can pre-order my new album, Paper Plane, at AnyaMarina.com. This was a delight. Jessica, thank you so much for taking a risk. Thank you so much. Josh Radin is a very good friend. No way! Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, because he's from here. You must he's know He's best from friends here. with Zach, with my stepbrother. I Zach forgot Braff. that yeah. Zach Braff is your stepbrother. Yeah, yeah they're like yeah. super so tight. So Josh is like a member of the family, and he's an amazing artist. This is my third time touring That's with awesome. him. I love him. I, I have to hear your stuff. Oh, I'll send it awesome. to you. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm can, sure. I, can I plug one more thing yes, I forgot? Oh, absolutely. God. Oh, Phil's actually on the show, so he's not going to be bitching in two seconds. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, My nice. album release party, October oh, yeah. 13th yeah. at the Village Underground, 830. Oh, I'm on album that. Album release party. Yeah. It'll be fun. I'll Everyone come that. there. And then my album these... comes out October 23rd, and the special is 24th. When's your special? Uh, November 14th. That's my birthday. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. You can celebrate by not watching Phil. <laughs> You guys, I'm proud of you guys. It's great. Happy birthday. Um, uh, Jessica Kirsten, a fantastic. Support her. Get all her stuff. Phil Hanley, thank you. Sam Morell, thank you. Thank oh, you all for listening. Can you plug my Twitter my Instagram? Uh, Phil M. Hanley on Instagram and Twitter. Jessica Kirsten on Twitter. Sam Morell on Twitter. And I'm Anya Marina. Uh, thank you to the engineers and producers doing the show and Stand Up New York. You can watch this on Daily Motion as well. And that's all. We love you guys and we know nothing. Bye. 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 <laughs>